Marks-ish Brothers podcast. Uh, today we are talking about uh, the Bo Burnham special, Inside. My name is Joseph. I am Cam. Uh, do you have any fun facts for us about this before we dive into it? Uh, it was directed by, by Bo Burnham, written by Bo Burnham, stars Bo Burnham, music by Bo, Bo, Bo Burnham, cinematography by Bo, Bo, Bo Burnham, and edited by, by, by Bo Burnham. It was made over the course of the COVID-19 pandemic, which are, we are on the tail side of, but, you know, we're still kind of in the middle of it. It depends on how many people get vaccinated. But, uh, yeah, it was filmed over the course of the last 15 months or so, and it's about his experience in it and before it and what kind of, what kind of led him to state of being. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good special. Yeah, uh, I do just want to say, like, it is very impressive how he's able to get all this done by himself like i would go crazy doing all this by myself and it really just speaks to like how talented of an individual he is just being able to do this all on his own yeah like i wasn't so, so familiar with bo, bo, bo Burn before this like i i hadn't seen his uh, I, was, I had seen some of his vines though like uh is it, is it better than pussy yes a really good book so good i literally <laughs> Had that saved on my phone to play at any given time. It's such a good special, so good Vine. Also, a good, good, good special, but like it's like because like Vine, like I feel like people want to talk about how good Vine was because it it really launched the career of like a few comedians and uh, I guess influencers. If you yeah, like, like yeah. Well, I actually watch a lot of people who start off on Vine, like uh, Cody Ko, um, Drew Gooden, uh, Danny yeah. Gonzalez. They all started. Uh, on yeah. Vine, and then they turn that into a YouTube career, and I really enjoy their videos. So yeah, no, Vine was, is very, or was very influential on kind of Gen Z's comedy tastes, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I yeah. am actually, like, I watched, uh, I've watched, like, his, well, this is his third, so I watched his first two specials um, before this. So, like, I, I was a big fan of Bo Burnham going into this. Um, I think it was actually Liam who showed me uh, the What special. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, like a, a bunch of the people from drama watched Bo Burnham, and that's how I got into it. But yeah, like yeah. Ha- have I you watched? Have you watched any of them now, or uh, have you still no. not watched them? No, I haven't gone back to them yet. I I probably will at some point because I mean this this is what he he can do. In his room with no budget. Um, I'm curious, curious what he can do with a stadium full of people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I would say that what his first like Netflix special doesn't age. It's like it's not as bad as like let's say like a, a, a CK or something like that. But it, <laughs> it, it, it's it, it it's a little I don't know not not quite as good <laughs> as his, some of his later work. Um, but uh, make happy is amazing. Uh, at the very end of Make Happy, he does like a whole like sort of like Kanye rant at the end, and it's it, it's it's amazing. <laughs> like half of he's like ranting about Pringles. It's very funny, but I love Pringles. Yeah. So uh, no, it's it's. I would definitely recommend going back and watching his other specials because they are very. Um, it just shows like how like creative he is. But we should probably jump into the actual. Uh, <laughs> uh, the actual special that we're talking about today. I wouldn't really call it a comedy special. To be honest, I didn't really laugh that much in it. Did you like find it funny or not as much? 
Uh, some parts were. Um, I laughed at a few songs. Uh, FaceTime with my, with my mom was one that I enjoyed. I actually watched it with my, with my parents. My mom didn't love it. Uh, she left <laughs> like partway through, and my my dad watched. I think all of it. Yeah, mixed mixed reviews from them, but again, it kind of shows how like how comedy because like Bo Burnham is Gen Z tail and millennial, so like again, comedy has changed a lot over the last even in the last ten years. People like there's there's less racism jokes. There's less uh, I hate my spouse jokes. Yeah, like less, sexism and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that's good because did you like. There are wonderful ways to make comedy without without putting down at other people, and mm-hmm. the best comedians know that. Um, Seth Rogen had a really good good quote about like the whole idea of cancel culture and stuff. He's like, you know what? Some some jokes don't don't age well, and that, that's okay. Like, and that's almost like, like, like the the point of comedy is that you're speaking to uh, that time, and you're not speaking towards the future. You're making fun of like what's happening now. Exactly. Like uh, yeah. like let's say. Um, uh, in like the movie sense, Tropic Thunder, how they have like uh, uh, what's his name, Downey. Down, uh, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. plays a plays a character, playing a character in blackface. Right, and how like, if you watch the movie, you know that he's not like doing blackface because he wants to. It's like supposed to be comedic and like showing how like weird it is to do blackface. But, like, that movie couldn't be made today, and nor do I yeah. think it should be. But at that time, I think it was more important to make fun of those sort of things and be like, hey, this is kind of stupid to do blackface. Yeah, and, like, like literally, like, actors have won awards playing races that aren't their own. I'm thinking of um, Lawrence, Lawrence Levier playing Othello. Um, I'm thinking of Al Guinness in... Uh, Lawrence of Arabia or, or Bridge Over River Kwai? I think Lawrence of Lawrence, Lawrence of Arabia, he plays a Middle Eastern guy, and Algin is not at all a Middle, Middle, Middle Eastern, one of the whitest people you, you'll, you'll, you'll ever see. But, like, mm-hmm. again, like that, and those movies are probably 40, 40 years apart. Yeah, <laughs> and, exactly. Well, yeah, and, like, boy, we know we know better now. Like, we know, like, a lot of people, oh, man, we can't do. Well, do stuff like, like 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 we used to, and that, that, that that's a good thing. You can't be violently racist now. That's a good thing. Exactly. You, you, you can't. You want society to go forward. You don't want to stay the same. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like going back to the Tropic Thunder, like that came out at a time when like lots of semi-famous people, like Shane Dawson, was doing blackface, or uh, like Jenna Marbles was doing blackface, and uh, like actors would do yeah. it, like uh, even like uh. Oh, I'm pretty bad with names. My head isn't clear. Uh, the guy from uh, The Good Place. Ted, Ted Danson. Yeah, he did blackface, right? So yeah, and, uh, at that time, with, it was yeah. less controversial to do blackface. And so, like, yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah, going back to your point, comedy isn't really supposed to age well in a way. And watching this special, I don't think that, like, Bo Burnham was necessarily intending for it to age well. And instead, he was just kind of speaking to life in a pandemic is that kind of how you felt or do you have a different view yeah he definitely made it for the pandemic and which is like yeah like i think this would be a really good like time capsule even like 20 years from now 
like our kids would be like, hey, what was uh, what was living in the pandemic like? And I'll show them the special because uh, it does sum, sum, sum it up pretty well. Some days just go into other days, into other days, and they're, they're just constant. And like, I don't know, for me, between end of school and start of work last year, I was just like in a kind of like Sosago in a liminal state of being, not quite dead and I'm not quite alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, or like even like uh, his like video game character, right? Like, who, who just kind of, <laughs> I, I stand up, I walk over here, I walk over there, and I sit down, I cry a little, I laugh a little, and then it's bedtime. Yeah, that's literally not, that's not far off. Yeah. Um, what was your f- favorite song? My favorite song? Uh... Jeffrey Bezos is pretty great. Yes, but both of them. I I was literally humming at that the first one like all all day yesterday. Yeah, I really like that one. And then, uh, but my favorite would have to be All Eyes on Me, like second last song. I think. Um, yeah. I think it, it's like, the most re-listenable to. And yeah. uh, like like on uh, uh, like our mutual friend Sakona, they um, did like a cover of it and stuff, and like it. Is I don't know. I think it just lends itself to be covered and add more creativity. So I just really appreciated that. Okay, I I haven't seen that the, they're gonna get the cover of it. So. Um, I like the "How the World Works" song as someone who kind of specializes in like class issues and like union stuff and labor rights. I, I lo- loved saying, I love seeing how you know, how blatant. Yep, uh, <laughs> the way. We, we learn history is a classist and terrible and the world built with both blood and exploitation and genocide. The, the, the song was just spitting facts. That's what, mm-hmm. It was, yeah, amazing. You I, know, uh, I think it was, it was definitely good that like he, he did that sort of thing. I do have some quibbles overall of this. Um, I, overall, yeah. I did really enjoy it, but I do have some things that I'm like, eh. Um, first off, it feels very like, woe is me. Um, yes, which seems kind of disingenuous considering he is a very rich person and he is filming this in his guest house of his mansion. Right. So, yeah, that's a little... like, like I, overall, I consider him to be like a pretty genuine person. Like he does open up like quite a bit and like he seems very genuine, but just yep. like feeling so woe is me. It seems very like I don't know. Just didn't quite sit right with me. Just. Like, and he does, like, sort of address it, like, oh, like, I'm a rich white guy, like, why, like, you shouldn't listen to me. But then he continues to go on with the special, even though he just, like, kind of confronts himself, saying, I shouldn't be making this. But then he keeps making it. Yeah. That that was actually something that my mom said, how, like, he was was like, why doesn't he just get over himself? (laughs) Yeah, and, like, it it does seem almost, like, a little bit pretentious um, Mm -hmm. in, like, the way, like, he's, like, he's observing all these things. And he's like, oh, like I feel like I can't do anything about it. But then he keeps on doing what he's always done instead of actually changing, which uh, I just mm, felt like he could have done something a little bit, I don't know, better. Uh, how do you feel about that? About his, yeah. Um, yeah, like, obviously he's coming from, uh, from like, the highest rung of the social ladder being a rich white man, mm-hmm. straight a rich straight white, white white man at that. At least I, th- I, I, I think he's straight. I'm not. I can't. Yeah, he that, is. But okay, well, yeah, like he, he, like 
Yeah, it, I I get it how it is hard to make make because like comedy is a lot about like punching up, and it's hard to punch up when you're at the top of the ladder. So yep. <laughs> a lot of so 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 it's a lot of self 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 deprecating stuff, which again which comes across in two ways. Like you either do it John Oliver and kind of poke fun at yourself while also bringing attention to bigger issues, or it's like this where it's just kind of like self deprecating and cry. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like I, I, like I think he has like good things to say, but like overall, like I'm, I'm interested to see where he goes from this, mm-hmm. because like, like this, this work, like you, you haven't seen his other works, but this work is quite different from his other stuff, and it is trying to be more sort of introspective and uh, kind of not as necessarily funny, trying instead more to like, kind of bring awareness in a way. Nah, that's not quite the right word, but like. It's just it's different from his other work, so I'm interested to see like where he goes, because like mm-hmm. this seems like sort of like the seed of an idea, like not quite a full fledged idea, but like something that could go somewhere. Mm, sure. That's how I kind of felt about it overall. Um, especially like considering like he's going for like the whole like sort of like tortured artist. Did you find that he was kind of like going for like the tortured artist sort of idea? Yeah, and honestly, it felt like something that like a pretentious like f- filmmaker would do. I'm thinking of someone like, not like Wes Anderson, but like yeah, someone like Wes Anderson who would make a film about living in a singular house in a pandemic, or, or no, not it's not specifically Wes Anderson, like a Wes Anderson type, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Let me just look at my notes. Do you have something uh, to explore about that sort of thing? Um, yeah, like, uh, is he the only one, the, 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 only, the only one that's done one, one, one special during the pandemic? I'm trying to think of someone else that would have done something like this. Mm. But like, like, I know, like, like, most... The closest would be, like, uh, SGN with John Krasinski. Right, yeah, I asked that. Yeah, which I didn't watch a lot of, because John, John, John Krasinski is, is fine. But like that's that was very like not liberal, but it's like boring Centrist. center, yeah. But boring, boring center stuff. Like oh man, look at this thing, cool, isn't this great? Oh yeah, everything's great, everything's fine. The way the, 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 the working class isn't totally feeling the brunt of this pandemic, while all the wealthy people are are, are getting wealthier. Yep, mm-hmm. it's yeah. all fine. Yeah, and uh, yeah. But yeah, like overall, I, I would say it's it's good. Um, there's this podcast called uh, Show Me the Meaning. I'm not sure if you've ever listened to it, but I have listened to some of them, not in a while. But. Yeah, because they they did uh, it about Bo Burnham, and they kind of like summed up sort of like the idea of like the tortured artist and that sort of thing a lot better than I can. But like basically, what kind of their thinking was, um, like with the whole tortured uh, artist is like like it feels like, like since he did here, like let's say if they were a woman they wouldn't be taken seriously as a tortured artist. Or if they're a person of color, it wouldn't be, like... It wouldn't work as a tortured artist. So, like, it seems pretentious that he would do it in this, considering, like, the year that we've had to go for that yeah. sort of aesthetic seems just kind of disingenuous. Like, do you agree that, like, if you're a woman or a person of color uh, or non-binary, that it's harder to be seen as, like, a tortured artist? Oh, for sure, because, like, you're not taken nearly as seriously 
or just be like, oh, like, like I feel like if you're a, a person of color or or a sexual minority, you'd just be like, oh, like, well, why don't you just get over yourself, okay? Like, yeah, like, whatever. But when it's Bo Burn, like, oh, man, I feel so bad, so bad from, oh, no, like, okay. Yeah, like, you don't, you don't need to... You don't need to need to feel bad for rich people, okay? Like mm-hmm. goodness, they can. <laughs> yeah, it's... yeah. But overall, oh, yes. uh, it, it definitely the the what I do really appreciate about it, though is that it really did give me something to think about. That like a lot of art, like in like the film world, does it like usually I'll, like watch it and it's kind of like oh like that was good or bad and I can't forget about it. whereas this, I've been left thinking about it since basically since I watched it about like a week ago. Um, did you find it kind of the same way? Yeah, um, I, I felt like I, I almost wish this would have come out sooner, because like it would have helped me. Like it, it honestly made me go go back and think about the first stages of the pandemic and what what I would do differently and then what how I would do better, like during the first stages. It's like it was kind of like unprecedented times. Like I'm like, okay, what what is happening here? Am I am I, am I gonna have a job? Um, can I see my friends ever again? Like, mm-hmm. and I felt like if he had made this too sooner, if he, if he had made, made it like month five, like, like say March, August, August 2020, I feel like they would have been like, oh man, like this is, yeah, it would have helped me, not cope, but like help me. Like process your feelings uh, in a way? Yeah, exactly. Because my feelings, like as someone who is not like, like I have a learning disorder and ADHD, and I'm neuro neurodivergent. Sometimes it's hard for me to process my emotions and feelings. Um, so I often use media to help me figure that stuff out. Stuff out. Mm-hmm. And like the, the, this special really helped me to, 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 to like re reassess my feelings in the first stages of the pandemic for sure. You know that that makes a lot of sense. And like. Uh, it can be very like therapeutic in a way to see that like, hey, like I'm I wasn't crazy to feel these sort of things like yeah, someone else was feeling this and like someone who's sort of in the same, uh, in a way same shoes as me being like a a white guy who's well off <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's it's a relatively it's easy to put ourselves in his shoes I find whether and and that's both for like the good the bad and the ugly right like. Uh, like, I, I should I give them my money? <laughs> no, right? Like, it's so easy to do that sort of thing. Not necessarily just with money, but just with like with like time or anything. Like, oh, like I should maybe do this, and it's like, man, I'll focus on my own thing instead, right? Yeah, exactly. And like, sort of him questioning that, and it, it kind of like it, it helps me, and I at least feel like. Or at least think about that sort of thing, and that left me kind of thinking about it for the next while, um, which I thought was done very well. Mm. Um, sure. Yeah. What else do I have to say? Um, but yeah, it, it really does show his his overall um, understanding in a way of the situation. Um, and I think that's what brought like because like from. A lot of people that I, like, I follow on Instagram and stuff, they were talking about it and they all really appreciated it. And so I think he did a really good job of like digesting what we all went through that lots of us didn't. And that's why so many people are going to it. Would you agree yeah. that it's kind of 
why so many people are flocking toward it. Yeah, because I feel like, yeah, a lot of people did, did kind of feel the same thing, but in different degrees, I guess, depending on your socioeconomic uh, or whatever, uh, whatever your socio-stances are, you probably felt signed somewhere to Bob Burnham, obviously on a different scale because, you know, not everyone is super wealthy and whatever, but you still do have that sense of loneliness. Like, I know, like, me, who is a lot more of an extrovert, like, I miss hanging hang, hang with friends. I've been able to, like, we've, some of us, some of our restrictions are starting to open up, but, like, some of my friends who I haven't seen in a year, a year, year and a half, I'm, I'm probably going to see you again in the next month or so. I'm super excited for that. And we're also probably going to talk, talk about the special because, uh, yeah, because everyone can relate to us and can relate to us in some way or another, even the one song or one scene from the special. Everyone can probably relate to some some part of this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the music is amazing. Like, <laughs> like I I, I, won't, I don't really have any criticisms of like the music, and uh, yeah. he is a very talented, talented artist. For sure, I didn't realize how good a music he was until the special. Yeah, no, like, uh, like he, like in his other specials, it's all like pretty much music based, and no, it's it's very good. Um, I would highly recommend going back to his like other albums and listening to them and watching them. Uh, there's this one like where he basically makes fun of like pop artists, uh, which is very good. Does uh, like a country music uh, one that's really good. He was actually on uh, Parks and Rec. Which season? Um, season. Five, six, when they were doing the Unity concert. Oh, okay, I'm not quite there yet because I am in the middle of them mer- merging the cities. Okay, yeah. yeah. So he, he uh, a little bit uh, after that, then he he's okay. in there. Good to know. Good to know. And he's a he's a country artist. Very good. Love, love that. Um, but no, okay. he's he's a very talented person, um, and I'm excited to see where he goes from this. Um, do you have any final thoughts sort of on it or something to touch on that I, I didn't bring up? I feel like we covered pretty much everything. You know, like, again, if you want to watch something that was made by someone in a unprecedented time, go ahead and watch this. I feel like it's important to... If, or, or if you have trouble expressing your, your feelings about the pandemic, I'd still highly recommend this. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, no, it, it's very good. I'm very excited to see uh, what Bobernum does after this. Uh, I mean, like, I really liked Eighth Grade. Uh, I liked oh, his other yeah. specials. And overall, I really enjoyed this as well. Um, but I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, he's young. He's only 30, and he's already done so much. So I'm excited sure, to see. Uh, in a lot of ways, I feel, like, jealous of him. Just, like, he's talented. He <laughs> He's handsome. He he just He's a, a very impressive person in my eyes. For sure. Um, yeah. Uh, what's what's your final verdict on the special? I'll give it a thumbs. I'll give it a thumbs up. You know, it's good. The music is good. It. I like. I like a lot about it. it it's good. It's. Again, you kind of had to look at it through the lens of oh, would it be better if it was made by a, a, a working class person or someone who had a lot more to lose in the pandemic? Absolutely. But you know what? Given where it is, it's not too bad. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I give it a thumbs up as well. Now, do you have any recommendations? I do. I have two different comedy specials. Um, 
they were made prior to the pandemic, but uh, one of them is Rob Delaney's Jackie. Very good. I love Rob Delaney. Best follow on Twitter, probably. Um, socialist. Great guy. Um, also, Eric Andre's special on Netflix. I think Jackie is on Prime, and uh, Eric Andre's Legalize Everything is on Netflix. It's very good. Uh, again, uh, person of color, a uh, little leftist, great, great, great comedian, and uh, yeah, highly, highly, highly recommend that. Very nice. Those are, uh, oops, those are good recommendations. Uh, my recommendation is uh, the movie Lady Bird. Uh, it is a great film. Have you seen Lady Bird? I haven't, but, but I own it. I'm, I mean to go through some of my movies that I haven't seen because, like, I have a lot of movies, and I'm kind of I kind of want to organize them mm-hmm. at some point. <laughs> I have too many shelves. No, sorry, too many movies, not not, not enough shelves. So I'm kind of trying to figure out how I can. Yeah, fair enough. But yes, uh, catalog. Lady Bird is amazing. Directed by uh, Greta Gerwig, uh, who does an amazing job in this uh, movie. Um, stars, uh, what's her name? Uh, Sorice uh, Ronan. Sorice. Sorsha Ronan. There you Shorsha. go. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's amazing in it. Um, it's set in 2003, which movies really aren't set in very often. So it's uh, yeah. kind of interesting. But no, it, it, it tells a really heart, not heartwarming, but like a heartfelt story. Um, and yeah, it, it's one of my favorite movies. So yeah, I highly recommend it. And I just think it's a, a good summer watch. Um as it is kind of set in, well, it, it, it kind of goes through a whole school year, but it ends kind of now, in June. <laughs> nice. That's but cool. yeah, I'll, have nope. to, I'll have to check it out. I, I would highly recommend it, and I think you I think you should. Anyways, that has been our episode this week. Uh, check in next week when we talk about uh, something. Bye-bye now. <laughs>